Episode 13, Dakota Carroll. Yep. We're going to talk about how you got inspired from uh, a, a guest that we had. I think episode six was Morgan. Yeah. I think it was a couple Miss after my first Mo. one. We've talked to, like, multiple people have talked about her on here. But I got to say that she inspired multiple people. And I texted her sometime this week. I was like, hey, by the way, you should know that your story affected multiple people. Right. But most of all, I mean, like, people would text me like, dude. That really inspired me to get up and do something or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, that's fucking awesome. I mean, if you if you touch one person, you've you've done something good, right? And she happened to affect multiple people a lot. Yeah, yeah and it so me a lot. Yeah, it so really you, gave me direction. Yeah, because I'll just give you a, a, a. You're just doing your thing, mm-hmm. right? Not knowing which direction to actually go. You just no. you're doing the same thing over right. and over. Photography, mm-hmm. video, photography, video. Yeah, and. Uh, well, I think what she did was light a fire. Yeah, it, and there was multiple routes I could have taken. So for those that don't know, I, I do photography and video like my dad. And uh, well, I, I Not was, like your dad. You kind of do your own thing. Well, I mean, it's yeah, our family. I guess we both do the same. All of us. We do photography and video. And, uh, and I was primarily focused on real estate work. And um, I was really trying to branch out. And I had multiple routes in front of me, but I didn't know what road to go down. I was kind of just at a stall, you yeah. know, and uh, that burnt podcast, yeah, I was burnt out. I just didn't, there wasn't any passion, Yeah, you know, it was just was kind no, of dull. No desire. No desire to, you know, it was kind of the same thing. And then you kind of get lost whenever yeah, I go you, through it all the time. Yeah. You just, you, you, you're up, you're up here right now or you're climbing. Yeah. Once you get to the top, you'll come back down, but at least you're climbing. It's about doing that over and mm-hmm. over. But what do you think it was about her podcast that really lit a fire under you? Cause she lit a fire under me. Yeah. Um, but it was like one of those, like, God, I don't want to do this. Like the Instagram thing. Right. Um, I, I, and so I, I was hot for about a week. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I'm still, I'm still, like, uh, she's still, like, I'm doing a lot more. Oh, but, yeah. but I realized what I was doing wasn't sustainable. It was just, mm-hmm. it was too much. Right. And I'm just trying to figure out a good balance while I've got so much other work going on. This mm-hmm. is for fun. Right. And I don't want to ruin this. Yeah. And as I start reducing other responsibilities in life, I'll take that time and reinvest into here. Plus, I'm trying to figure out what the show is. We're, it's This is the testing ground. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not trying to overthink it. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to make it too popular. But I don't know how to do anything half-assed. So if I am going to do this, one way it's to measure of, success is either money yeah. or viewers or mm-hmm. whatever. The feedback's been great. Anyways, I don't want to make it about me, but just to say that it, it had a lot of effect on me. But I also realized I got to find another way because what she does, she's a grind. She's a hard worker. Is there a cell phone that we can mute there? Yeah. I heard that. I did see. Well, so now you, what, what was it uh, for you? I think it was just the drive. She was very passionate uh, about what that's she... That's all it was, just her The drive. drive. Well, and I had never met her previous. Yeah. So uh, that was really my first interaction hearing her. Yeah. And the drive that she had and the passion she had for her craft. Yeah. And the story that she told about, you know, it was how she just kind of fell into it, mm-hmm. you know? Don't we all? Yeah. And that's it kind of related to my situation where I didn't think I was going to be a photographer or do videos at all. I just fell into it. And, uh, yeah, when she started talking about, um, not only doing the services of painting for other people, uh, her art boxes, that was genius. genius. And I was like, wow, she has a product, a product that she can scale. Yeah. I didn't even, you know, I, I realized now that you say something, I, I, I always thought it was amazing that the art box, but it just now clicked to me like, oh yeah, that's cause I kept saying, well, how do you scale art? Mm-hmm. And she said, you can. 
and I don't want to make this whole podcast about her, but you know what? Right. I, the reason why I wanted her on was to yeah. just kind of pick her brain and maybe yeah. I just, it was more of a brainstorming session, I guess. Yeah. And just have somebody cool on the podcast. But mm-hmm. I didn't even think about how scalable those art boxes the art are. boxes are. Mamoski art box. Mm-hmm. If you don't have one, make a great Christmas present. Oh, for sure. Is that the way to get to that thing? Maybe we'll put a link in the description. Yeah. 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 Don't let me forget that link in the description. Yep. Yeah, I see your post about it on Instagram a lot, and that was the that was the other thing mm-hmm. was social media. Yeah, and how before we go into most social media though, because it's mm-hmm. a really good point. Yeah, when I was saying how do you scale art, what I'm talking about is when you're the product, mm-hmm. how do you scale that? It's not sustainable. Like you can only paint so many paintings, you only shoot right. so many videos. Um, you like it, that's the problem. So that's what I'm always talking about is how do you scale art? Is like, well, how do you scale you? And yeah. there's only so much of you to go around, but you, and you can that only you delegate can so many things. But when you are the one that is the artist and right. there's no one else to delegate those responsibilities to, then mm-hmm. I, I don't know how that's scalable. And that's why I started changing the way I do business. Like, it's like, okay, I have to stop being the product and figure out other avenues. A way to, yeah. And so anyways, her art box, great way to scale it. Yep. I don't have an art box that I can a starter kit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe I need to start thinking that way. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, jumping into networking. Cause that's networking. really her gift, right? Yeah. That was so huge. That was probably the biggest thing but that I've always known that we're just lazy. That's the stuff that we don't it care. It didn't really about. click though until somebody that you've never met that's successful yeah. says, Hey, you know, networking is very important because I mean, I've, I've heard, you know, you hear it all the time from like, but hold on. You, Aren't on we YouTube the ones saying stuff. that? Yeah. <laughs> We're the ones trying to tell other people to do it because we didn't want to do even it. do it ourselves. Well, I know it's easier to, to market other people. The reason why we don't do it ourselves is because it's a lot of freaking work. It is. And we figured out very quickly, mm-hmm. like, fuck, I don't want to be in front of the camera. I don't want to be the talent or the business that needs to be advertised. Right. So, yeah, I just avoided. I thought, I don't want to be famous or make myself popular. I'd rather do it for other people. I think my biggest thing is I didn't want to box myself in to one thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to because, like, in my head, I was like, well, what if photography is something I don't want to do in five years? You know, I didn't want to force myself. And necessarily real estate photography, what if that's something I'd, I didn't want to just be stuck with that? And that's what I'm known for, and that's all I do. I wanted to be able to kind of branch out and uh so then i learned that using my portfolio of real estate photography really opened a lot of doors for me into getting other avenues and uh the ultimate goal of like travel photography mm-hmm. something I'm, i really love and enjoy like i still like my real estate shoots i get to meet a lot of people but i think expanding giving others opportunity in that space and then expanding myself to other avenues yeah, replacing you. Essentially. Yeah, replacing That's myself. That's how we started, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess, I I mean, I've always had some kind of business one, one in one way or another, but when it comes to videos and photos, real estate was the first way to start making money for me. Yeah. And then I, for me to expand, and, and that was scalable because yeah. you took my place, and then you went your own way and did your own I thing. Th- so Yeah. Well, I think that if there's anybody that's aspiring to be a photographer and, you know, make a decent income i mean real estate's a, a great yeah you can make a lot of money in real estate i yeah. think real estate's the uh i was very lucky that we you found that and we kind of worked on that yeah, and i, I kind of understood it. it yeah and um it allowed me to do I, I was able to quit my day job and do that full time mm-hmm. and really um you know 
not really become an expert in my well, craft, hone your but hone my skills in. Yeah. And it, it allowed me to experiment because I didn't have a normal job. I, I could, I had all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it would happen really quickly. You had never used a camera. Within weeks, I taught you the three basic features, mm-hmm. ISO, shutter speed, and aperture, yep. light balance, four. And uh, went into a house like a madman. These are the shots. These are what you're this looking for. It. Look at the edges. Don't look at the center. And I'm talking 100 miles an hour. And uh, I did like maybe three houses with you. And I was yeah. like, there you go. Put the camera really low. These are the angles you're looking yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Right. Close all the toilet seats. Turn on all the lights. Turn on all the lights. <laughs> And you, I remember it. you did great. I mean, yeah, you you just had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't afraid to send you back out. And well, this didn't act, you know go back and do this. And right. It was a lot of it trial was, and error. It was high quality from the very beginning. You know, mm-hmm. and so yeah, you learned really quickly. And I think that's the best way to learn. Mm-hmm. These are the things you need to know. Good luck. Good luck. Try it out. And trial man, and error. Yeah. It was you. You had and, a very. You know more about a camera than most photographers do. Yeah. And I'm not meaning anything bad. A no. lot of people don't understand the. And I'm still learning, you know, and I'm really, that's the most important thing is I'm trying to get into positions to struggle. Yeah. Because th- the reason why the real estate was getting a little is because I just knew it so well. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really stressing the camera. I wasn't, you know, it's really just the same settings mostly. Mm-hmm. Once you get it down, you might just move the tripod up or down yeah. to get a shot. And that's about it. And Well, you're probably changing more than what, I mean, it, it would be hard for a normal person to go in there and be able to expose. Right? For sure. You know, but I understand what you're saying. You just got it too easy. Yeah. And you're I'm not re- learning. I'm anymore. really, yeah. And I'm really, uh, when I talk about that, I'm thinking of like other, you know, um, cause I, I've been seeing a lot of ads lately about these photography companies trying to hire local photographers and stuff for their businesses and you can make money and all that. Um, I just say do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, do it for free. Do it for free. Everybody knows the realtor. If, it, if it's something you're really passionate about, you know, and you want to, you know, try that avenue, I mean. If you just want an excuse to learn how to use a camera, yeah, don't charge people right out of the gate. No. They're giving you an opportunity to, to, to perfect your craft. And to build your portfolio. Well, and that not only goes for, for uh, real estate. I mean, this goes for everything. Now. Everything. And I think most people, most photographers actually do this. Yeah. You know, I think the so. smart ones do. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of like, there. you know, there's other companies like Houselands and Home Jab. They, they hire, you know, you can work part time. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be a good place to learn. Um, I think it's probably the easiest way to start a business though. Oh yeah. And if you just stick it out, mm-hmm. you can make a shit ton of money. Yeah. Well, the real estate industry in itself, the realtors know the community and yeah. people they're connected to. You know, that's really how I branched out was referrals and um, it really helped me. And I think other photographers can do that. Um, I just that's what I started on. Now I'm really trying to push more into travel, mm-hmm. photography, landscape. I think that's something I'm, I'm really passionate about. It's something I can actually get back because I actually, you know, you get into the, the motion of doing the same thing. It's like what's the next thing i had a drone you know and i really want to use it you know and we got some cool things coming out cool yeah cool i think well did we uh, do we we cover everything there i think so you want to go further into it or you don't even know you're just in the beginning test phases did you have anything in, in, in anything um in particular in mind or not no we always have something to talk about but we haven't talked much lately no we don't have any topics. I've been very busy. I know. Me too. I don't want to talk about work so much. 
Not on the podcast. I want to talk about ideas. My work is ideas and fun. and. Well, yeah, but that's your own ideas to pursue your own dreams. I'm talking about ideas that apply to the world. They apply like, to the world. Like um, expectations, which is tomorrow night. I see. can't cover that tonight. Okay. You know what I mean? The, the nature Let's of the think. show was random thoughts, but not necessarily random ideas. Procrastination. What is procrastination? When... No, everybody knows what the fuck it is. Something. I don't know. Everybody Maybe knows what it is. So, are you want to? What do you want to talk about? How? In what way do you want to talk about procrastination? Like how to deal with it, or um, how to get how to how to stop doing it so much, or yeah. what your methods are to stop doing it? Yeah. What are your methods? What do you What do you do? Um, I whenever you get in that, rut I let of the light. wall get right up against my right back. Up. Yeah. I let the pressure um, overwhelm me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I thought about this the other day. Somebody asked me to do a project. That was unreasonable to say the least. It's funny that what I do for a living, if you don't do it, you can't understand. You can watch a video and say, oh, yeah, I can see how that was done. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. You can't really. But um, then dream up a, 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 not even dream up, but like say, hey, this is what I want to do. I want to do a video on safety and I Mm -hmm. want it to be, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the hardest part is just creating the script in your head. Mm -hmm. What I was going to say about this has everything to do with procrastination. And when I heard about it, I have almost no time to complete this project. Something that I would spend a month on, Mm -hmm. you know, and or a ton of people. So you only have so many ideas and you got to bounce those. Look, how productive we was the other night with a a video that we Mm -hmm. come up with. A little bit of alcohol involved on mine and Brad's part. And you guys sitting there soundboarding off of us. Man, we have a video. And Mm -hmm. then over the next few days, we kind of dialed it in. And now you guys have gone your own way with it. Point is, what I'm trying to say is, is there was a team of people collaborating. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm a little bit overwhelmed, but here's the deal. I realized this is my sweet spot. I don't want to put things off. I can't put things off. Hold on. I take that back. That's hundred percent inaccurate. I like to be in a position to where I cannot put it off. So let's say a project is due on the 20th and one mm-hmm. is a big project. Right. I don't know what today is, but I just started looking through the clips today mm-hmm. and this is a really big project, but I know in my mind instinctively I work best under pressure because the worry stops. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have anything to think about because there's no other choice, but I have to do this. So the idea of whether or not I can doesn't even exist. Yeah. It's only that I'm going to, mm-hmm. there's zero question. Yeah. And that is the thing that I'm, I want to embrace. I'm not talking about bills and stuff like that. That's the shit that gets me in trouble. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, what I mean? not necessarily bills. I have auto withdrawal or whatever it is, and so that helps out. But I'm saying responsibilities that I don't necessarily have to do. Right. I am horrible with it. That's where I am the worst procrastinator. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, you could say art. Yeah. I think procrastinating and waiting till the last second, not even art, just anything that requires a lot of attention studying things of that nature. That's why we yeah. all wait to the last minute. So you don't jump the gun on certain decisions. And I mean, even procrastination, you know, you could really dial things in. And I can't dial them in until I have to. Right. Like until it's my mind does not allow me to be efficient or effective mm-hmm. if I don't have to. Yeah. Right. Is right. that weird? Cause I'll want to dream about this or watch that YouTube video. Right. Uh, it's only when I absolutely, the it's down to the wire. It's like, all right, bitches, I'm ready to work. And then it, your brain will work. Well, that's why I'm so good on set. So if there's yeah. something to do, if there's a music video, if there's a big video I've got to shoot, 
Mm-hmm. I have a very vague idea of what it's supposed to be. We know the overall arc and goal. Yep. Um, but the moment I show up, I'm not scared. I'm not nervous. I was shitting myself on the drive there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The right. anxiety yeah. shits that I had just leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, but the moment I'm there, it's okay. Yeah. Because there's no other choice. I'm just right. You're already it. there. You're I already love done. that. It's, it's, that's, that's where I like to be. So I don't like to think about things. Mm-hmm. I block it. Does it need to be done now? Calculate. Yeah, so, so many hours. Okay. Yep. And I put it off until I absolutely have to do it. So that's procrastination for me. And that's how I use it to my advantage. And I don't even know if that's a good description, but actual procrastination doing shit. I don't want to do. I'd rather pay somebody like checking emails. I, I can't yeah. stand because it's just, I'm, it's, I'm not, it's not where my time is best spent. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, the reason why my time is not spent that way is because I'm always doing it's I'm always in my head trying to answer some crazy question, mm-hmm. the, the, the secret to life and yada, yada. Universe. And I'd rather spend more time doing it. So anyways, that's why I usually am not very uh, productive. I've noticed I've been less productive lately and I work seven days a week, but I'm not productive at all. Oh, I, I was, that's actually something I was going to bring up because I feel like I was much more productive you know, in the early stages of, you know, what I'm doing. And now what would you call I'm, the early stages? Like when I first started with me or you or both, both, I would say yeah. really well, when, you first when started, I was, though, it makes when sense. I, when I, you know, but then that makes sense. Isn't that the way it works? Yeah. You're excited. Well, and I used to be very good at, you know, getting things done yeah. very early, you know, getting it all done. And now I just don't. And I think it's because I have Aaron helping me. And I kind of just, you know, you know, I don't even want to schedule things anymore at oh, this yeah. point. I'm just like, okay, uh, uh, and, that, and and that's my problem too. Aaron really helps me keep in check, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I get very honed you, in and distracted. You seen my Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> and you wanted a Garrett. I wanted a Garrett. <laughs> I even told Aaron that. Yeah. Um, but Good I luck, said, Aaron. You got some big damn shoes to fill. <laughs> but I, uh, I get very, very distracted but it's because I, f- I focus so hard on certain things. It's either like focused on what different things. It could be work related. It could be, um, going to the gym. Like they will consume my oh, life. You get obsessive. I get obsessive yeah. very much and I get very addicted. I have a very addictive personality. So it's really nice when it's the dials turned to, to work mode. Cause I can just, Oh, it'll be weeks. And that's all I'm doing. But then like, a new, new video game comes out, mm-hmm. and that will take over my life. And it's I've been like that my whole life, but it, it's hard for me to focus on two. Like I can't do work and video games and the gym. I can only do one at a time. Really? Yeah. So like I can only do when we go to the gym. The gym's all I think about. Don't even think about. You still else. work though. You just you just reallocate your investment. It's my maybe like twenty five percent to work, work, and then seventy five percent. And that's fine if you're not trying to grow a company. If you're just trying to pay the bills. Oh, you're just but you're young, to... dude. You're 23 years old. Yeah. You don't have to be an Elon Musk. Right. Elon Musk has 10 rules. Matter of fact, look like nine rules to me. But the number one rule, work your ass off. Yeah. 100 hour work weeks. Mm-hmm. If you want a $30 billion company. I don't. Uh, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> don't want a $3 billion. Mm-hmm. $300 Don't care. Mm-hmm. I want to live my life. Yeah. And. Um, well, I, I struggle because on one hand, I'm like, I got to do more. I've got to do more. And I'm doing more than I've ever had. In, in my life in terms of work, but I still feel like I'm not doing enough. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a battle, you know? Yeah. But these video games, I, uh, fun, huh? 
too fun. Trust me, I They're know. too fun. That's why I don't play them. I wish I could stop. I could, <laughs> but it would just no. Uh, I'm not afraid to admit no, it either. I'm. You know, I'm a, I think they're great. They're just man. You can have all these exciting moments, and uh, at the end of it, uh, you know, minutes later, but what was it all for? Oh, like you think it's life changing. Well, they designed the game so much of it's always things are locked. You got to wait till next Tuesday. Wow. You got to wait two weeks, three weeks, yeah. you know, and that's what you're waiting on. If they were only just more productive in real life, if it, if that, if that effort translated and it can, if you want to be a pro, but how many people become a pro? Exactly. Right. It's like playing ball in the backyard. There's it, benefits and there's also, you know, it, it could games? affect. Yeah. I think playing video games from a young age really helped me out. Playing video games is the reason why this pod pack, podcast exists. Right. I started playing Call of Duty because I won a PlayStation. What kind of PlayStation did I win? PlayStation 3? Yeah. It was the third? I had Blu-ray. I didn't know anything about video games. Oh, I mean, yeah, I knew about I never played video games. And I was looking for... I was looking to figure out the sound quality. I had uncompressed audio. I didn't quite know what all these things meant, but I knew it was Blu-ray and... And I, I hate to change the subject, but mm-hmm. I think it's funny because we was talking about going back to the beginning. Yeah. Um, I'm looking, I'm Googling. I hadn't even plugged this PlayStation in yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm Googling PlayStation, um, uh, Blu-ray, sound quality, uncompressed right. audio. And I keep seeing, I was thinking about movies and a surround mm-hmm. sound system because I just got this big surround sound system. And uh, this games kept popping up. COD, COD, and I thought, mm-hmm. cash on delivery. What kind of game <laughs> is <that>? this? <laughs> and every it was it was like Modern Warfare. I was like, oh, well, it's a game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm reading, and everybody's obsessed with this game, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Four. And I thought, shit, I'll get it. So I go out, buy it, plug it up, hook it all up, and I have got the greatest sound system, seven point one. Mm-hmm rumbling the house and I become addicted to the campaign. I yeah. mean, I was obsessed. You remember? Mm-hmm. You I were do. young. Yeah. What was it 11 years ago? 12 years ago? Long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. You were a little, I become obsessed and I start getting into, um, I complete the game and I realize, oh, I can go online. So I get hooked up to mm-hmm. the internet and I, oh yeah, even before that, before I went online, I was obsessed with surround sound. I was like, oh, God, I can hear them walking behind me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got to get a pair of headphones that, that can do this. So yeah. I'm looking for surround sound headphones. I look for weeks. Every headphone claims to be surround sound, and technically I guess they are, but dogs. Yep. Shut up. Bitches. So every headphone claims to be surround sound. So I'm dissecting all these headphones. I come up with a set of headphones from a company called Triton AX360. They are the true surround sound. Speakers in the front, speakers in the back, and subs, which were not compatible with PS3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I get them anyways, and I didn't care because it was the, what wasn't compatible was the speaking function. The mic, yeah. Yeah. So I'm playing this game, and listen, today it's called Soundhorn, but back then I didn't know whatever. Right. I was a master at it. So I go back to work, and I start telling my buddies, Josh Kazi, not Josh Kazi. Josh Alexander. Sorry, Josh. Just tell Josh Alexander. I ride up on my three-wheeler because that's what I had at work. Mm-hmm. I was in maintenance. I ride up on my three-wheeler. I'm telling this dude. I was like, dude, I got this game, man, called Call of Duty. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. And uh, he, he was aware of it. And he decides to start playing it with me. And I create my character. 
Well, I had already created in Carol. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think he was Jay Alexander. So mm-hmm. we go into the game, and I got my buddy, and we sucked really, really bad. Although he's probably better than I was. He was a, I guess he was a gamer. Um, but man, I can tell you, man, the hours that I invested in that game, talking to my buddies, mm-hmm. and then it was this other dude, Bubba, and then another dude, and then it started growing. Like there's probably ten of us from the same. And we're starting to get good now. Yeah, like really good. Oh, but yeah, I had to. I won't even go back and tell the story about the headphones. It don't matter. I will tell. I was so anal. I was soldering in wires to make mm-hmm. the microphones work. And then I was doing it for my buddies and shipping it. And I was wiring in micro switches into yeah. the controller to mm-hmm. have these advantages. I was obsessed. Yeah. Needless to say, I got really good really fast and decided I want to put the Because I'm learning on YouTube. I'm seeing these videos on how to get better. And I said, I can do that. And I bought that camera, which no one can see. It's a Panasonic HD $300 piece of shit. And I would put it behind my head on a tripod and I would hang up a headphone off of the top of it so sound would go into it and I would film a 52-inch TV. Mm-hmm. And I started recording my games. And then I downloaded software called Sony Vegas. And that's how I started editing. I learned how to edit from editing video games and I started mm-hmm. putting them on YouTube. And I don't know how many I did. They're all still there, but they're private and no one can yeah. see them. Um, and I love it. I learned so much about editing. And then we went from video games to realizing this is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Let's backpack. And that's where it started. The backpacking, right. kayaking. Yep. But yeah, I think it's really, really cool that all this video and your photography and, you know, it, 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 it isn't because of it, but it began. Well, it began with that from yeah. editing video games, Call mm-hmm. of Duty. Yeah. Wow. Who would have thought? I, I'm not embarrassed to say that. I guess... A few years ago when I was insecure, I might have been embarrassed to tell people I played video games, but then you realize everyone plays it, and if you don't, you're probably kind of, a, you know, not very cool. Yeah, I've, I, I've, I'm fine being open about... Well, yeah, because it's the games. thing, you know, like my age look down Oh, really? It. Yeah, shit, yeah. And if you're in your 40s or 50s right now, you probably look down I thought on that gamers. was the majority of... Yeah, it probably is, and they just lie about it. Like our clan tag was never too old mm-hmm. right. <laughs> to embrace being older yeah. than the young. The most, most yeah, I mean, they're the... trash talking a 12 year old. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. what the hell? So, and I wasn't really much of a trash talker. They were, but I do my best to get back at those little bitches. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I get, I get very I serious. And that's mm-hmm. the only game I've ever played. Uh, Call of Duty. You tried to get me to play something else and I wasn't for me. I'm, I'm not, I'm just focused. Kill, yeah. kill, 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 kill. Yeah. I play very games that have a lot of investment. Like yeah. you invest a lot of time. Yeah. You have the same character. I've had the same character for, you know, right now, like 12 years, 13 years. Yeah. So everything I've done is already, you know, um, but no, it, it consumes me. I start thinking my day, you know, my days will be like, okay, I have work, but w- what else do I have to do in World of Warcraft? Oh yeah, I gotta go get this piece of gear today, and then tomorrow I gotta do this. So like, I start planning my days and weeks out on this not, video game. Not good. It's not good. So I'm trying to get away from that by traveling and. No, you just gotta shut it down. You're yeah. the type of person that's obsessive. If you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it, and you just need to recognize your. That's why I won't play a video. Well, it's game. like a. It's almost like a. A switch, you know, like in maybe a couple weeks, I won't touch the game for a month and a half. And I'll, I'll be addicted to something else. And then I'll always come back. And that's how they get you. They come out with a new patch. They're like, hey, come back. You know, there's new stuff. And well, uh, I, I know my personality. 
I do not have the strength to manage things like that. So mm -hmm. I just won't do it. Right. That's why I would not do a drug because it would consume me. I think too is like all, all my friends, we all play together yeah. and it's a, you know, it's a social to, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't really go out. I don't go to bars or anything like that. Yeah. Just, you know, that's kind of the outlet. Um, just talking with a bunch of people and all for kind of like what you did with your clan. It was exactly you know? thing. Yeah. I hate to call it a clan. Yeah. A clan. Yeah. I hate to, it's funny. Well, it was a clan. No, I don't hate to call it. I was obsessive. So what's really funny. And I didn't mean to turn this into this because we were supposed to talk about procrastination. Well, Somehow we got up talking about obsession. You show me a binder the other day. Like one yeah. of your binders. Mm -hmm. What did you use it for? Oh, it was games. for, yeah, it was for like games. And you open this thing up that's like 10, 11 years old. Mm -hmm. And it's me and strategies. Because yep. the only thing I would play is Search and Destroy. That's mm -hmm. it. Uh, and because it required strategy. And I love team-based yep. things. Really quick, mm -hmm. team-based stuff. I don't have a big, a large attention span for long hours. I can't do it. Right. It needs to be over in 30 seconds, two minutes. It's kind of like, wow. Kind of like what? World of Warcraft. Wow. Okay. Kind of like, wow. <laughs> kind of like, wow. So you showed me, you opened this binder up, and I was not embarrassed again, but I realized how obsessive I was. Maybe you get a little Different bit of from me. strats from oh, math. It was so and... many seconds to run from here to there, and then yeah. I don't want to get into all no, that, because that would get a little embarrassing. Very detailed. Very detailed, detailed strategies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Oh my Effective God. strategies, though. But what's it's it, it what it what it indicates is not necessarily anything to do with the game. It's how obsessive I am mm -hmm. as a person when I'm doing something. I'm not going to have as it. I'm going right. to be the best. I'm never going to yeah. fail. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good quality to have because I end up doing something so much so fast, and I'm like, All right, what's next? And I want to go yeah, do something. Right. Else. Right. I get burnt out pretty easy. Well, I, I, the games I played growing up took a lot of investment, but it also taught me a lot about completing things, completing tasks, long-term goals, short-term goals. You know, that's all I did. And even though it was in a video game, a lot of it I take and use as a tool in real life stuff, really? you know, like really long. Yeah. Um, how, I don't think it's necessarily how detail oriented I am, but like how I can, you know, if there are tasks that need to be completed, I can complete them and I try to get them done, That's you know, multiple steps. I think it's why I, I try to be very organized and what I have to do, the Trello board stuff for our business. Mm -hmm. um, I put everything on a calendar, put everything. It's like a quest log. So you know? uh, we were talking about procrastinating. How does apply? Like, are you a procrastinator or are you normal? Like, do you procrastinate or are you considered, would you consider yourself an, um, an habitual uh, procrastinator. Uh, Isn't that, you know what I mean? That was, I think most people procrastinate, but they do it in different ways. Um, like mine is like, I play a video game way too much, but that's not I, procrastinating. You're, you're, you're feeling, you're doing something to, to, to avoid I doing could something be, else. I could be doing other things and I might have other things that need to be done. And that's why Aaron will tell me Let like, me we have to get these things done. Do they need to be done because a client's waiting? Or do they need to be done because you could grow your business here, quicker? Well, here recently, it's because a client's waiting, and it's getting a little bad. But are you meeting your deadline? I cre uh, It's hard because, like, oh, a lot of the times... you got to meet I, your deadline. That's well, no, 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 no. I, I, I can meet my... I'm, I meet my deadlines, but... I think um, it's only bad to procrastinate. Maybe I'm wrong, well, I'm, but I'm you're not the, meeting your deadline. I'm to the point now that the clients... My clients will, you know, 
They nudge don't really you. give me a deadline. Nudge They'll you. nudge me, but they, they, you know, I try to be very quick with my turnaround. And, uh, but I'm to the point now where I've developed such a, you know, um, you have a system, a system and it, it just kind of works, but so, so you're procrastinating I tr- that you I don't think I would let it get to the point where it would ruin my career. Yeah. Um, but I know when it shut it off at that point, but it does get kind of hard when there are things that need to be done, like what we're talking about with Brad and stuff and stuff that needs to be planned. And all I'm thinking about is that video game upstairs. I yeah. can't think about anything else. Well, and, uh, wait till you really let hard. somebody down. Oh, that'll, that'll, I mean, that's a reality check. Yeah. No, like I, that's my only fear is to be late or let someone down. Right. And, oh man, that's just a horrible feeling. And sometimes it, it needs, I don't know if it's, if it's never happened to you, maybe it's time that it does. And then that will yeah. help say, well, I don't I don't ever want to feel like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've had a, a couple times, um, but I, th- I, I can dial it in. And now that I have some help with me, it's, it's really nice to have someone else. Cause when you're doing something by yourself, you don't really have, like we talk about, you don't have a boss. You don't have somebody telling you, Hey, when's this getting done? You do you have this done, but they don't micromanage, right? right? You don't have a micromanager, right. a macro manager, which is a client. Exactly. So you almost need those, those daily nudges of like, I have all these things that need to be done and I need to work on them all a little bit. I can't just be like, I'm just not going to do work today at all. Well, I don't think that I'm good at creating new habits. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm a procrastinator and I need to work for 15 days on not, you know what I'm saying? Like right. you, can, you can recreate habits. I can't do that or I mm-hmm. can, I refuse to, I, I'm not willing to invest the effort because I feel like it's taken away from other pro- productivity, other creativity. Other right. time I could be sitting here trying to ask some complex question questions that, that applies to no one. Right. So what I've learned to do is, is apply countermeasures, mm-hmm. not create new habits. So for instance, if you're, if you're struggling with procrastination, find a way to add more, um, um, more people in your life or more things in your life that generate more accountability. Yeah. Like, so now you got Aaron, mm-hmm. right. And you have someone else to be accountable to. So now if he doesn't hold you accountable, it, you know, it's right. kind of not very effective. So mm-hmm. you got to put him in a position that he's like, okay, I need this now. Otherwise you're going to make me look like an asshole. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that's really the best way it works for me. Cause mm-hmm. I just, I just tell you what, I'm not going to change. I'm not right. going to change, yeah. but I will put things in my life mm-hmm. that force me to do to- something I don't want to do. Yeah. It's that simple. That's just another way. It's my method. Yeah. I've, I'm trying to find a, not necessarily a replacement for, I think I play video games whenever I am not really excited and I just, you know, I just want to, the video game will make me feel good and excited. Like I'm accomplishing something, you know, I'm at least yeah. doing something well, in the fun. virtual world. You want and, that dopamine. Um, exactly. So I'm trying to find a way that I can do something fun. That's also pushing my career. And, um, I think, that's good. I like what you're saying. So, okay. So this is, this is what I want to talk about. This is, this is the answer. I think mm-hmm. I've been thinking a lot about desire. What is that noise? Is that a truck? Something? Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about desire and what desire is. It's taken me a long time to really render it down 
to where I feel like I understand what desire is and where it comes from because mm-hmm. it's, it's complicated. And I think that desire is where passion comes from. Okay. Yeah. Um, and when, when, when you have desire, it, it's out of your hands, doll. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when there, when you have desire, it's an emotional drive. Mm-hmm. It's not because somebody's trying to get you to do something. It's not because you were necessarily inspired because you can get inspired and you're, you'll get fired up for five minutes and five then you minutes, fall off. Yep. But desire is something that's mas- manifested within you mm-hmm. that fires up your system. It'll keep you awake at night. You don't re- it requires very, you require very little sleep. Mm-hmm. You can work 50 times harder. There's no one that can compete with you when you have desire. Yeah. And it's not something you can ignite on your own. So I was like, well, where do you, how do you start this thing? This thing that we, that we call desire. We've put a name to it. This thing that motivates you. And it's separate. I see it as separate from us, like mm-hmm. conscious us, Nathan, you know, right. it's that, anyways. And I realized it comes from need. It comes from want, you know, mm-hmm. the want or the need has, has got to be, uh, um, such an influence in your life. And you know, and it can come from anywhere, yeah. it, you know, it could be a goal, but that, you know, it always is a goal, but yep. so your business, mm-hmm. where, where do you get the desire to, to reignite? You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and so I'm struggling with that because man, when I'm on fire and I just haven't been on fire in a long time. And for me, it's because I kind of plateaued. Anyways, I'll tell you what it is. When life's too fucking easy, desire is nowhere to be found. Mm, nowhere to be found. I would like to lose it all. Well, burn it to the ground and oh my God, I'm going to come out literally on fire as a phoenix. Yeah. And I get excited about that. Mm -hmm. I get excited about the idea of having to start over. Uh, Yeah. I I think I get excited about challenge because that, that brings a desire in me to, you know, better myself. Um, I think also going back to the, you know, the podcast, you know, it, uh, with Mamoski, mm-hmm. it really it, that desire came back. I didn't have it for a while, but that podcast really lit my desire because it almost opened the other avenues of goals. And I was like, "Wow!" Gave I you can something get that. to want. I, it gave me something to want to achieve, mm-hmm. and that's what I was missing. So maybe that, it, in a summarized sense, it reignited the desire in me to continue. Uh, but I think putting myself in more challenging situations in terms of my craft, things that I don't know, like, can I do this? Can I make this work? I have projects now that I, you know, can, can I make this happen? I don't know. Because before it was, you know, go take some pictures of a house. I know I can do that. And that was yeah, it. Well, that's where you're not following my um, formula. The formula? Yeah. You, n- you never question, can you? And that's, that, I think that's the secret. I mean, I, we can talk about the how to life, you know, yeah. how do you expand your potential and stuff. But I think the secret is, is to have this massive goal. Mm-hmm. And what's your goal? Travel around the world. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's achievable. Right. <laughs> now, how do you get there? Who fucking knows? That's the question. Keep making choices in life that are, mm-hmm. that are going to benefit society, mm-hmm. right, to where you're productive in society. Yep. So that's the goal. That's really you got to make choices that benefit others, and mm-hmm. you can you can benefit as well. So oh, yeah. it'd, it'd be called it'd be it's being selfless and selfish. Mm-hmm. You know those yep. things go hand in hand. 
but create opportunities in your life or, or I say, don't even create, you can't really create. I don't think, I guess you can, but be willing to accept opportunities that happen in life and just jump like Frogger. You're Mm -hmm. just jumping from one thing to the next. I have no fucking clue how I'm going to get there because the goal is always moving. Right. Like the sun in the sky. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to get to the sun. I don't give a shit where it's at, but some days I'm going this way. Sometimes I'm going going that that way. way. And so I never try to figure out how I'm going to do something, Mm -hmm. especially in the macro. That's infinitely impossible Mm -hmm. because you will never be able to manifest the bridge. You'll never be able to connect the dots. You have to literally do it in the micro, like in the now. Oh, God, yeah. this opportunity's here, and I'm taking it. And that's how? Well, right. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Well, whenever I get opportunities like that, I mean, most of the time, I'm like, uh, yes. I don't. Yeah, I just take it. And then I afterwards, I'm like, how am I going to do this? And I believe like, you that's kind of That's kind of the what I do. Oh, you, so you, you try to figure out how you're going to do it and after I, you've taken it? Yeah, and I love it. Like, I love putting myself in positions yeah. where I could completely bomb. Gotcha. And I always think about opportunities. Like, I love the opportunity. It's going to sound crazy, but I love the opportunities that if I were to mess up, like, would end my career. Like, that's how I think. Even though it wouldn't. But in my head, I, I want that. Because that'll bring the desire to do my best. Yeah. And to provide the best value. Because I kind of trick myself into thinking, like, you don't want to mess this up. Don't mess this up, even though it could be something simple. But that's what keeps my drive going, doing harder things. Like, you know, I want to go climb mountains and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, just the challenge of, of pushing my mind and my body is really huge in my philosophy in the terms of my career. But, I, I try to do that. But messing up is it's so important. Oh. Because it's only a failure when you quit, when you realize, mm-hmm. well, I fucked up. Let's stop yeah. investing here. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Right. And sometimes what I'm saying is, is that it never goes the way you plan, which is awesome. 100%. Because that's where you get to learn. Because Well, it's even more challenging. It, 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 the more of the challenge, you know, I don't get me wrong. I've had many failures, yeah. you know. Have you really? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I guess it's how it. you define the word failure. Well, I mean, I've. Did you give up? Well, I mean, like or the. shift paths. Well, Did shifting paths, but I think that I felt that feeling of like, I, you know, I really let somebody down. I, you uh, know, I need to do better. Like something, I, I felt that plenty of times. I guess um, it's how we define the word failure. But for me, it feels like failure is, I just couldn't do it. And I just oh, gave up. No, but I think no, you always persevere, you know? Right, right. I don't give Some up. hurdles. Yeah, and I, and I think to some people, it, it might seem like just everything, you know, I even had somebody ask me, you know, how do you just get so lucky with all your opportunities and all your, you know, everything that happens to you, you're so lucky. You can describe that, can't you? Yeah. What is luck? uh, I know the saying. It's an intersection. Yeah. It's, it's when uh, preparation Mm -hmm. meets opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. So focus your life. Like everything's an opportunity Mm -hmm. to prepare yourself for the future. Because look, people say, God, you're so lucky. mm -hmm. Yep. You're right. I right. 100% believe in luck, Yeah. but luck does not exist because everybody's got the same opportunity. Right. Your fucking attitude, mm-hmm. right? If you got a good attitude, you don't let shit bother you, more mm-hmm. opportunities are going to come your way because you're open-minded. When mm-hmm. you're pissed off and depressed and- You're very- Yeah, you're very closed-minded. Close-minded. And, and, and all the opportunities, I'm looking at people sitting there feeling sorry for themselves. I could be at the bar and they're sitting like this and opportunities are just going right over the top of their head. 
And it breaks and my just, heart because they just feel like the world's over and there's nothing for them. But because they're so sorry, I feel so sorry for myself. Mm-hmm. It fucking sucks. And I really just don't realize how lucky we are to even exist as a species. Exactly. So anyways, opportunities are freaking everywhere. Mm-hmm. But the secret is you can only intercept an opportunity if you are prepared. prepared. So prepare mm-hmm. yourself and fucking opportunities. You can just snatch Constantly. them out of the sky. And, and that goes back to me trying to challenge myself because the more I challenge myself, the more prepared I'll be for maybe an opportunity that will come my way later down, uh, later down the road. It's coming. And we've got really good now, Aaron and I of finding, seeing opportunities where we wouldn't have before, Mm -hmm. um, things that, you know, would just seems, you know, like, yeah, we should probably do that. Now we're like, no, that could really turn into this. We can see, how it's going to happen. Um, Hold on. So buddy of mine's got this plaque on his wall. Mm-hmm. Winston Churchill. So this is, this is, this is super, super, you know, there's, there's all these little secrets, right? And it's not just one thing is going to get you there. It's, it's, it's a lot, but, but attitude is far more important in my opinion than anything. Cause attitude mm-hmm. is where your, is where your charisma can be able right. to shine. Mm hmm. And there's a saying on my buddy's wall in his office. It's I think it's even stained. I think it's aluminum, been machined out. It says, "Success is going from failure to failure without losing any enthusiasm." I think mm-hmm. Winston Churchill. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I've been practicing yeah. that my whole life. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing in my life. I've, you know, used to things felt like mountains. Now they're just, they're barely a fucking hurdle anymore. It's like, yep, I can do it. Because I, I refuse to think about the mountain. I yeah. just start walking. Mm-hmm. And now everything's more like a speed bump. Ba-dum, ba-dum, yep. ba-dum. It's mm-hmm. a little annoying every now and then, but I just keep trucking along. But man, what you're talking about is you were talking about having these opportunities. Mm-hmm. Golly, man. It took me a while to learn. It's so powerful, if, if especially if you get an opportunity that doesn't quite go the way you want it. Mm-hmm. How you... Adapt. Interact with yourself and your surroundings yeah. with that is a good indication of how successful you're going to be mm-hmm. at turning opportunities into something bigger. Right. Well, I think it ad- takes practice. adaptation yeah. is very important. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, this is not something you wake up and start doing. Mm-hmm. This is something you wake up and say, I've got to control how I feel in the like i can't let everything beat me down and so it's it's like repetition it, it literally difficult. is p- practice mm-hmm. until you like over time you just start realizing it once you accept the fact that it's your fucking fault mm-hmm. once you accept that it's your responsibility good or bad your responsibility that frees you up to fix it and Oops. and that's really the biggest secret i think is well cool i got what did i learn from it you know and then yeah. anyways there's a lot to it but I love that. I love that. It took me many years, and I'm still learning about it every day about the opportunities because I would always hit roadblocks, and my brain just wouldn't work on opportunities because it just, I'd be too stressed about something else or too, you know, I'm worried about the wrong thing and not allocating energy more into opportunity. And the desire now and the opportunity that's come my way just in the past three weeks. Well, you went out and did it too. Right. It's you put about yourself going. out there. You it's about doing there. it. Yeah. I think y'all kind of help each other in that way. We do. I mean, y'all may be bad for each other in some ways, but you also, that's just part of partnerships. Mm-hmm. It's about recognizing what you're not good at. Right. It doesn't matter what you are good at. Mm-hmm. We don't even need to talk about that. Yeah. That's just 
positive. You're just right. in an echo chamber at that mm-hmm. point, and you're never going to grow from that. Focusing on what you're not good at mm-hmm. and asking for people's, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, that's the secret. But mm-hmm. you guys have pushed each other. Yeah, just do that. Like you reached out to a huge Instagram channel, mm-hmm. and bam, you know? I ain't saying it's changed your life, but it's no. the beginning of, of something bigger. What it did was prove to you, oh, shit, the DMs work. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. You know, because you think beforehand, you're like, there's no way. But why was it possible? Now, in this particular instance, it was simple to me. It was obvious to me why you were so successful. Mm-hmm. You did not go into it. You were very manipulative in the way that, what can I give him? Mm-hmm. What value can I provide for this guy? Mm-hmm. And just the hopes that he recognized. You know what I'm saying? Right. You made a trade. Mm-hmm. You know, you wanted no monetary. You know, mm-hmm. wanted nothing monetarily. You 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 put yourself in a position to give this guy something. Yeah. And then he was more than happy to help you. That's just help the way it is. That's a secret. Mm-hmm. Give more than you take, mm-hmm. and you will always receive more than you ever gave. Yeah. That's just the way it works. People want to be around that. Yeah. And it's a simple trick. You, I mean, it is basic manipulation. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying in a negative way. It's a freaking positive way. You manipulated well, yeah. your circumstances. It was an opportunity. And, yeah, I was I was prepared to be able to actually be – I was in a position to be able to say, I don't want any money, mm-hmm. you know. And I was prepared. Yeah. So, uh, very awesome opportunity. And I'm excited to see – yeah, it's not going to change you my life. Go ahead life, and tell. Let's not be ambiguous about it. Oh, no. Okay, so it's the official Nashville, Tennessee Instagram, and they're going to actually post some of my photography on their main channel. And why is this? Because I I shot an Airbnb. No, but why? Let's go back to the beginning. Okay. It's oh, you okay. and Aaron, right? Yeah, me and Aaron. We found this channel. We found uh, the channel. Whatever, whatever Nashville, is, Tennessee. I saw some really nice pictures on there, and they're they have a lot of followers, about three hundred thousand. And uh, we're eating dinner one night, and I'm like, man, this would be great to be able to get on here. And uh, we're going back and forth, and Aaron's just like, he says, just message him. And I'm like, <laughs> who would have thought to do that? Just message you him. and I just don't DM think him. about doing no, that because I, I don't want to get rejected. I didn't think about it. Yeah. And I, was, I, I sat there. I, my first instinct was no. But then I thought, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I, you don't know what you're going to say. Like, you know, and I, all I really asked firsthand was, you know, how do I, how can I get my photography, you know, possibly featured on their channel? That's a good and question. They, and they said, uh, just, you know, they, they choose a select few, but just tag them and they'll make it happen. I said, cool, thanks. So a couple hours go by and I'm assuming that he went through my, either my Instagram or my website and realized that I was a real estate photographer primarily and uh, he just so happened to have an Airbnb that needed photos east of Nashville. And he asked me if I, how much I would charge if I would come out and take those photos. And that, that was the opportunity. And I said, I, I wouldn't, at no cost, if he were to feature, you know, one photo of mine, I would give him all those photos for free. Yeah. And I didn't take any money. And went out there and shot it. A great, great guy. And... Um, my photos are going to be featured at the end of the month. Now, the photos of his property? Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the photos of, oh, some Nashville photos that you've been taking. Oh, your your, your passion project. Yep. Passion project. My passion project. That's where businesses the travel. start. Yeah, that's where yeah, businesses start. I, so anyways, I, this Nashville's guy, though, I want to go back. That This guy, though, doesn't do photography. He buys, he buys up photography. What's what Instagram Instagrams is? and Facebooks of different. He buys them up. Yeah, buys them up. So oh, he, he's a hustler, he, entrepreneur. Yeah. So he, that's, he sees yeah. it. So you guys got to meet? Yeah. And, yeah, and we hit met it in off. person. I hit it incredible. off. Yeah. yeah. Just talked so to him no, today. 
So just try to keep figuring out how much value you can provide in exactly. his life, and he will do the same. He it's, was it's, telling me. He's people like, try yeah. to figure out mm-hmm. how in the hell the rich get rich, right? And yeah. I know there's probably like some taking advantage of, but honestly, man, people want to help each other, each other. out climbing that mm-hmm. hierarchy of life. Yep. See who you can help, and they're going to help you. And, gonna, and that's and really it. goes it, back man. and forth. Yeah, until you get so big that you're you're the machine. You're part well, of the machine. He, he's even thinking about now he's he's going to look into purchasing some travel Instagrams. Yeah. I mentioned it to him. Yeah. I was like, hey, if you have any travel Instagrams. Well, just think about what you it. can learn from the guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, what? like, look, man, monetarily, that will translate in the future mm-hmm. based on the tools that you're gaining right. in the now. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I still get really excited. Cool I still get excited if we get over ten likes on a photo. Yeah, and I love. Well, and these aren't photos like people should be liking. These are, you know, I mean, they're they're just homes. Uh, yeah. It's my real estate work, um, and it's really what I have right now. But I still get excited. Thirteen people. Sure. I'm a, you can ask Aaron. We're over here, like, bro, we got thirteen people to like <laughs> this photo, and we're ecstatic. Yeah. We're we love it. Do you have um, a business page or is it personal? Uh. It's like a creator page on Instagram. Okay, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking Facebook. I primarily, we were doing Facebook, nah, but Facebook I, I, I focus on Instagram. I mean, I would just cross share them all. Yeah. You know. Well, and I also have my Instagram on my website too. Kind yeah. of my portfolio is yeah. my Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Instagram that, doesn't um, hide it like Facebook. Mm-hmm. Facebook won't share it. Right. No, it's awesome. great opportunity. Yeah. See, this is exciting stuff working. See, I think that's what it gets me excited is working with other people. I guess oh, a hundred percent. You know, having other people's feedback, mm-hmm. like this project that I started mm-hmm. off with, you know, I was dreading it. And then he, like, he was like, my buddy was like, aren't you excited? And I was yeah. like, now that I have a vision, now that mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was a, it's an emotional concept. Yeah. I haven't yeah. created in so long in mm-hmm. my mind, um, that once I realized, oh shit, I'm going to not only get it done. I'm gonna blow this bitch out of the water, uh, which I yeah. always do. I've yeah. never not done that mm-hmm. because I'm so effing obsessive that right. there is no other way. Right. And I'm always looking for feedback. Tell me what sucks. Tell me mm-hmm. what sucks. What would you change? You yeah. know, not to where I'm easily influenced, but mm-hmm. I do want. I need tempo timing. F- yeah. Like, what does it feel like to you? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah. Now I'm like, I got this bitch. I mean, I'm only a third of the way done with it. Not worried at all. Not I, worried. I, I, no, I've yeah. got just a little bit of time to finish it. Mm-hmm. Although I've got to wait. To yeah. get my shots, but zero fear that I'm going to knock it out of the park. It may not be as spectacular as I'm hoping. You know, my mm-hmm. expectation expectations are pretty high, but anywhere in between is going to be successful in my right. vision. But that, what I love about pressure, the, the, when I say pressure, like the, this force behind me, mm-hmm. you have no choice. And now life's easy. Right. When I have no choice, I can mm-hmm. do uncomfortable shit. It's not even uncomfortable anymore. Because yeah. I have no choice. Right. That's why I don't like putting myself in situations that I have a choice. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't perform well. I don't think people perform well. People are amazing when they have no freaking choice. Oh, yes. The brain shuts and off. That, instinct takes over and you do your shit. Not only do I find myself trying to get push myself into a position of challenging things to, you know, make my craft better, but also do it financially. I'll end up, you know financially sabotaging myself just oh. you know to so now i'm to the point where like okay um i want to travel so much that i have no choice but to figure figure it out thank you, you. know that's something that's a philosophy we've had around here a long yeah. time people that the way you guys have been raised people 
people didn't understand me, but I always just thought money was easy to make. Mm-hmm. If I had a reason to make it. <laughs> right, right. Like, I, yeah. I, I just always did things backwards. I thought, why Yeah, why do I need to save so much? Mm-hmm. Like, what? They, 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 you're talking about generations that lived through the Great Depression, grandmothers mm-hmm. and grandfathers right. that lived through the Great Depression that said, save, save, save. And it may be happening again. I don't know. I'll be okay. I don't worry about that stuff. But prepare for hard times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sure. I say do it. But, or not. Right. I, I don't really care because... You're going to grind. And once there's a problem, a real freaking problem, you'll find a way around it. Especially if you've been conditioned the way you guys have. I wouldn't recommend most people think this way. It's just not Mm -hmm. the way I was brought up. It's not the way I am. And when there's a problem, I start looking for a solution. And Mm -hmm. until that problem is right in front of me, I'm not going to worry about it because it's a waste of damn time. But we always talked about, don't worry about how to make, don't worry about your career. Don't worry Mm -hmm. about what you're going to do for a living. None of that shit matters because you'll never know what you want to do for a living. Right. It should, it will probably always change. Mm -hmm. And if it's not changing, if you found a way to be truly freaking happy doing the same shit 40 hours a week for the rest of your freaking life and you don't grow in any direction, I'm mesmerized. I am jealous. Oh yeah. And I'm, I think those people are there. I truly do. But Mm -hmm. my brain was not designed that way. So I'm using the tools that I've got. And my tools say, keep changing, keep moving. So what I'm saying is, I know I'm digressing all over the place, but the way you guys were brought up was, don't worry. Now, I'm not so much in the beginning. You was brought up in the beginning, a little bit more structured. And then mm-hmm. I started realizing, this is dumb. I've never done this myself. Well, I'm going to tell my son to do it. Yeah. Focus on having fun. Just like you said, mm-hmm. focus on having fun and you'll find a way to finance it. To finance it. And yeah. that's it. That's what you're mm-hmm. doing. And it's your proof. Yeah. I was proof. I was proof. Mm-hmm. I thought I just maybe got lucky. I think that's the why I'm, in terms of my career, I really stalled is because I just, what yeah, I was so, I was so worried about saving money, especially when, you know, I had my first apartment. It was, it was a struggle because I had my, it was my first apartment and I was self-employed. So it was really big on me to like save as much money as I could. It's easy because I don't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. And that's where that, the desire mm-hmm. and the, the buildup. And that's when it really took off. And that was now, some good things. All that was so good too. And now things are a little easier, obviously. Yeah, yeah but wasn't that you know. so freaking good? Like every parent out there would have said, son, don't do that. $1,500 off $1,000 a month. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. How are you going to pay for it? But that's the way people think. I, yeah. We don't think that way. No. We don't worry about how. Mm-mm. We were. I just went out and did it. I didn't. Mm. Yeah, it uh, things start to manifest. Manifestations mm-hmm. are spoken into existence. Oh yeah. I have to do this, and once you have to do something, opportunity starts revealing itself everywhere. Like, oh shit, I can do this. I can do that. I can. Yeah, it's survival. It's amazing. It's yes, like a survival it's, like a, it's, thing. A, it's, a, it's a switch in your mind. And if you if you learn to put yourself in uncomfortable situations like that, to where. The wall's right up against you. The bill's got to be paid. Mm-hmm. I have to. Dude, when I bought this house, I had no fucking clue I was going to pay for it. Yeah. I, I did not know how. Yes, I could probably barely make the payments, but mm-hmm. I had another house I was trying to pay for. Right. And I was thinking, this isn't sustainable. No. So what do I start doing? I start hustling on videos. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I know, like I only have to make the money that I have to make. I always need to live the, my lifestyle. The next big thing, you know, I had my first apartment. My second apartment was even more money and I needed it to, you know, and now I'm to the point where it's like, it's not necessarily a, an apartment or a car that I'm wanting to financially sabotage myself with. It's more on like experiences, yeah. you know, spending money to go 
to to amazing places. Do it. And spend it all. And in turn, it's going to help me regardless because I get to go do stuff that I really love. Yeah. And I'm just very fortunate. I'm very, I'm, I feel very blessed that I can do this. Uh, like it's, I, I'm living the dream every day and every day I get to, we get to plan on where we're going next, where we're going to go. And I have my best friend helping me. Yeah. Like, yeah oh my to, goodness. You've been to Colorado twice. Yeah. I've been to Colorado twice. In the now. last, what, six months. Oh, year? this year I've been everywhere. Yeah. Disney world, yeah. Colorado. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going back in January, and we're this going year? to Key West. We're going to go to Minnesota. So these 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 situations you're putting yourself in are going to be financially strapping, which yes. is fucking awesome because it'll get you off the game. You want to figure out how to stop procrastinating? Spend all your money. That's what I yeah. Just spend it all. Well, listen. What's the worst that thing's going to happen? It costs money a month to play it. So okay, but look, what's Isn't the what's the worst thing's going to happen if you spend oh, all your yeah, money? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like your cards paid for. Yeah, and if it wasn't, now it's time to do it. Yeah, you know, I'm now it's time to do this. It doesn't matter. You can make it back like that. Yep. It's mm-hmm. insane how easy it mm-hmm. is to make money. Now, I'm not talking about everybody that's just working a normal job, but if you have access, which everybody does, mm-hmm. in our situation, I say screw it. In anybody's situation, if you need to make money, you'll go make it. Yeah. It's incredible. And I think it's for, you know. If, I, I wish uh, this podcast would have been about this. If you're, if you're, it depends on what makes you happy. Like, the, uh, my biggest thing is being happy. Yeah. And, uh. It, I know that traveling and and being around good people is what will make me happy, and I'm I just spent all these years trying to find a way to do that, yeah. you know, it, it and make it a little bit easier. Now, you know, it kind of helped Aaron, you know, because Aaron had his full time job mm-hmm. and everything, and I think that now is a great opportunity because he ha- now works for me full time, mm-hmm. and we get to. Figure it out. Now you get another mouth feed. Exactly. You better get off that fucking game. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and, oh. um, yeah, I think I just encourage it too. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, that's he what I'm saying. Y'all, y'all may be in an echo chamber. I know. He's over you here see what I was talking me. about? I would call that a negative feedback loop yes. where no productivity gets done. <laughs> but that's okay. Go broke. Mm-hmm. And then the secret is don't blame each other. Right. Right? Blame mm-hmm. yourselves. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I fucked up. Yeah. I didn't take responsibility for my actions. What can I do to help you, right, buddy? Right. Not what can you do to help me, man? Yeah, yeah. And that's where it'll prosper. That's mm-hmm. how a partnership can really prosper is owning your own mistakes and never for a second blaming the other person because it's right. all your fault. Right. All your fault. So I think it's a beautiful well, it, opportunity to yeah. learn as a person. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing this for a very long time, but now it's on a different level. Yeah, since you what, know, the we, ninth grade? Ninth, I couldn't even drive. Yeah, yeah ninth grade. Y'all were starting businesses in the yep. eighth, ninth grade. And just dreaming. Yeah. And hey, that that's something that, you know, that's was really nice because we it? did it. It's How much just, fun was that? Oh, it was a blast. Yeah. And it Who wasn't, cares it, if you we got anywhere? Oh, no. And, and it's like it definitely wasn't for money. Yeah. We just wanted to do it. And that was a really big turning point with, you know, uh, when we actually managed to get, you know, I don't even know how many other people we got involved in Beholder Vision Studios. This was the name. Mm-hmm. Cool name. Um, we were going to make a video game, but I don't even know how many kids uh, we were. If, yeah, it's like, was it, were we it, freshmen? It was, yeah, we were freshmen. Yeah. And there was, there was a lot going on. So, like, uh, I remember we dressed up in suits, went to school, 
and uh, just started handing out these like petition type uh, papers. So they were like saying, Hey, sign up if you want to be part of this. Mm-hmm. And this was going to be something bigger. So we found like all the artistic kids, like the kids that really had something special that we thought that we could use in our company. And that's exactly what we did. That's... We just found the people and they, they wanted to do it. And then, you know, uh, I couldn't believe even parents bought into it. They literally believed they in our invested. vision and the things that we wanted to do. So yeah, having the opportunity to speak to them. Now, those people that actually showed up were probably the only ones that took it serious because everyone else in school was like, you were losers. what <laughs> in the world? We're wearing suits. We're, you know, the teachers too were just yeah. like, now there were some teachers that really seen what we were trying to do and supported it, but there were some that just didn't, but we didn't care. We were yeah. having fun. That's all you know? And uh, I, that's the secret. Focus on having fun. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Life could be so much easier if you just focused on having fun and then you'll find a way to finance it. Just yeah. try to be responsible. Mm-hmm. Invest in a house. You know, it, put your put 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 situation put things in your life that force you to put a few dollars back. Yep. But you know, the rest it's, of it's it, Yeah, fun. and and I think you know, I did this for a long time is I couldn't find what was making me happy or what would make me feel better because I was just so stressed about things that, you know, that that really didn't it wasn't going to be terrible, you know. It didn't really matter. You know, thinking about it now, it's like, you know. But I think I just want to have, I don't want to have regrets, you know. It's the biggest thing. I just want to just be like, yes. What was that movie? There was a movie. Yes. It was like, yes, man. Yes. That something was like that. Say yes to everything. Yeah. I think you could do that. There's, a, there's a YouTube channel called Yes Theory. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it, but whatever. I'll just I, I and the whole yes point of that is for opportunities, you know, taking risks, you know. And I'm not I'm I'm a 23 year old guy that I haven't had too many big risks, but um, saying yes has really worked for me. And and taking opportunities, even if I didn't feel like I I I could, you know, do I even have the knowledge to do this? I just take the opportunity, and then it forces me to do my best, and that's what's kept my that's how it's growing. It's how you so, grow. Yeah. And I try to take p- care of the people I work with, and I really try to go above and beyond to bring value to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I, I, all of my opportunities in terms of where I'm at, you know, in my career right now is a, a lot has to do with my clients that I have and really having them help me out mm-hmm. and refer me to companies and getting my name out there. Well, you literally are just starting. Um, I don't see you slowing down. I see mm-hmm. you. I, like the only thing that's really going to help you is is to is to financially get in a bind. Yeah. Like you got it a little bit too easy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I when know. life is easy, it's hard. Well, no hard. desire. Yeah, yeah. So uh, finding ways to self sabotage yourself and putting yourself in uncomfortable situations, like convince your partner here, mm-hmm. right? To um. To set yourself, set you up into some shit you don't want to do. Like it's 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 manipulating yourself. We had that situation today, actually. Yeah, let him put you in uncomfortable. Situ- let him, let him commit you to shit that it's you not, don't. Yeah, well, and having yeah, Dakota really can do it. That. Sure, well, Dakota can do it. Well, and and even just like me not really wanting to do something, and him going like, "Listen, no, we we need to get this done." That, that he sees that opportunity that I might not, and if I was by myself, I probably wouldn't have even done it. But we had that in the car today, where I was like, we were going to a meeting, 
And I was like, I don't even want to do it. I don't. I feel like, oh, I just, I don't know. I spend my whole life. <laughs> and it turned out to be yeah. a really great opportunity that I didn't even realize. You, you know, know what's, now that you say that, and I don't mean to keep jumping in, but you just, it was very interesting because I think some of the things that I did not want to do the most wound up probably having some of the most benefits. And I was so grateful that I did it in the long run. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. why don't we want to do it? Right. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. what's the reason? You, I mean, I guess that's, that's really an important thing is what's the reason you don't want to do it? Do, do you not want to do it because it's boring? Okay, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Or do you not want to do it because it's scary or a little bit overwhelming? Yeah, it's a little, yeah, it's a little like, can I do this? Do I really want, yeah. do I really want to do this? Is this Those something you that, should. you know, but I still try, even though that I'm trying to broaden what I'm doing, going and traveling, I'm not forgetting where how I got to this point. So I still take care of, you know, if there's real estate photos that need to be done. I'm still doing it. I, I still go out there and take care as if, you know, but there are some, you know, plans to, to expand and, and give some opportunity. And yeah, um, give those opportunities up. So yeah. you go invest mm-hmm. in other things. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a damn tightwad. You can't have all that money. Oh, listen, no, <laughs> I, I wish, I wish. Yeah. Y'all could be making a killing on, on just the real estate side. Yeah. That could finance mm-hmm. everything else, the traveling. Right. Y'all could make so much. Y'all could make a hundred grand like that mm-hmm. every six months, and then travel for six months. So grind for six months. I mean, that's an option. Yeah. Although I can't do that. I gotta right. go. I gotta have fun every day. If yeah. I could, if I could grind for two, three months solid, mm-hmm. I could take the rest of the year off. And for whatever I, reason, I, I, think, I say that hypothetically because you'd have clients right. that would get pissed off. Right. <laughs> you know? But. Yeah, I think I would take that over. I think we've been grinding for like 12 years, 11 years now. Grinding, like really? You've had ideas. Ideas and, listen, you know, I wanna, pushing I and actually, trying to make it work. I actually want to talk about, just for a minute, I don't mm-hmm. know how long we've been going, and I think I want to wrap up with this. Okay. But you've made a commitment to do a video this week that's, um, I would say, something that's scary. Right? And not yes. to scare you. But I was thinking about it. I was thinking, golly, I'm so glad you haven't asked me for any help. Like we come up with a concept, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know where y'all at now. We don't mm-hmm. talk about it here, but like there's a lot of potential for it to bomb. Yeah. But the biggest, the best part, there's so much potential that would far outweigh the bombing. Mm-hmm. There's so much potential for learning. Yeah. Oh my God, your head is going to go and mm-hmm. just pop. Yeah. And, and so many, once you get done and you get over the, um, once the project's finished and you get some time to kind of recap, mm-hmm. you start to realize, holy fuck, I've learned this and this and this and this and all those things that, because you've been questioning mm-hmm. until now. And now you're going to get that opportunity. And what I think, golly, this is just a huge opportunity. I'm just so excited for you because I think it could apply to the traveling oh, yeah. massively. Mm-hmm. I think so. You could go to a place for a month. Mm-hmm. You could go to Silverton, Colorado for one month and start shooting videos mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. Until someone wants to pay you for it and finance enough money to get you to the next place. To the next place. So many opportunities here to travel the world. And it's really going to require the videos. This is going to be. Photos are awesome. Love them. Yeah. And you can make a shit ton of photos too. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I I have the video side. I prefer the. I like telling stories. I think. Oh, I I, I do too. I, the photos were what was financing everything first. Um, but I will be incorporating videos. But this video that we're talking about, we have. List, if I can pull this off somehow, I feel like I'll be able to do anything because we have till next Thursday. To you're shooting it one day. Yeah. Well, one and, night. And well, aren't you? I think. 
We're going to find out Thursday what we're really doing. I'm writing a sc- the the storyboard out yeah. right now. Yeah. And uh, it's it's going to be a fun one. You haven't asked I'm, me for any help. You haven't asked me about shots, a shot list. And you know, I, I don't I think I, don't I have think the about, shot list. Well, I, so I never thought about projects in that way. I would I would visualize. So whatever you've seen mm-hmm. is what I would go out and shoot. Yeah. And I wouldn't really know how I was going to shoot it. I see it in my head. I see the shots like, yeah. you know, uh Well, then you got to think about the places that can cuz we don't have a studio and a big ass budget exactly. with professional actors. Yeah. So, you got to well, make it look like that. Yeah. Well, I have it all written out too, awesome. like, you know, the setting. Actually, you know what? Characters. I don't want to be involved unless you just have a question and dude, I'm freaking here for mm-hmm. you, but you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to finish the project and it's going to be yours. Mm-hmm. Don't compare it to anything else because your expectation should be, okay, this is my first film. If I can tell a story mm-hmm. that makes a little bit of sense and people kind of understand what it was about yeah. and the tempo's right and the timing's right and the lighting's okay and nothing's overexposed or underexposed, mm-hmm. then you've killed it. Because, God, the freaking amount of knowledge that you're going to gain from that, mm-hmm. it's invaluable. Yeah. There's no fucking price you can put on doing something that makes you really uncomfortable. Right. I don't give a shit how big of a flop or how big of a success because that's the only way you get to learn. Yeah. So I'm really excited for you. Me too. And I'm nervous. You should be nervous, but don't think about it. Nope. Think about what you, think about what you have control of, which is a story. You have control mm-hmm. of the, the, the your equipment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, can, am I going to be ready? Am I going to know my ISO? Am I going to... Yeah, right? Yeah. You, those are the things you have control over. Whether or not it's a, it's a success is the last thing you should be worried about. Right. Don't worry about who's going to watch it. How many Am I going to disappoint? Those mm-hmm. are not things you have control over. If you focus on the things that I'm talking about, the story, um, oh my God, it won't have... A, it, it, it can't do anything but be a success. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you invested your effort wisely right. mm-hmm. but everybody else this is why people fail shoulda coulda woulda canna mm-hmm. shoulda coulda woulda canna and they say recycle nonsense in their fucking mind and they're in a negative feedback loop and nothing ever gets produced yeah so if you just block that shit and say okay well what can i focus on once you've t- asked yourself the same thing 17 times you might as well move on nothing's yeah. going to come out of that mm-hmm. find something else to focus on yeah i don't think i i i barely think about I, I don't barely think about it, but I kind of, it's like when we were sitting in there, it's like, I got it. I think I have then, an idea. Don't, don't even think about it again. And then that's Shut why it down, I kind of play just, a video game. Uh, yeah. And or practice, practice your art. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, and practice and, your and maybe, and I, I think sometimes we'll come up with even more ideas and I, I like, I'm, I'm really like writing the story well, and writing it out in a almost, it's not really a script cause there's not dialogue, but a, um, how they would write a movie. Yeah. You know, exactly I'm really enjoying it. It's called a storyboard. Yeah, yeah like you, a storyboard you, script. It's in scenes. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to break all this down on here. I don't want to tell everybody how to shoot a movie. Right. Or a video or something. But we'll talk about it off air. Yeah. But I do want to say, um, you're filming at night, right? Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Cameras don't like dark. No. So just think about lighting. And we'll wrap it up with this. But yeah, I definitely would like to tell you a little bit about lights. Okay. It's going to be your best friend. Anyways, thank you so much for watching or listening. Right. What, however you consume this content, I hope it wasn't too random. I wished we would have started with the end. It's the way yeah. it goes, right? Maybe we should just reverse this and spit, yeah, do the whole thing in reverse. It. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, how long have we been going? Uh, it's a minute and 25. A, a minute, minute 25. One minute. <laughs>
Wow. Jesus, was I on DMT? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, Somebody slipped mushrooms in my damn uh -oh. beer. Good grief.